Let's go, baby. Let's grow this thing. One way or another. Mm. Yeah, appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. We're going to get this thing going one way or another. Uh, as we begin to talk about this, not going to be a long episode at all, but I just want to be able to talk to you guys about the, uh, I guess, the play calling. 105.3 The Fan, uh, excellent radio station that you can get a lot and tons of information from. Uh, if you, Especially if you're in the Dallas area, you're not listening to 105.3 The Fan. I don't know what you're doing with yourself, especially if you follow the Cowboys. So with that being said, we're going to listen to what they have to say, and I'll go back and forth with you all, and then we can do a quick Q&A, things of that nature. But before we start, hit the like button, share the content, Join the notification squad, because that's how we get down. I had to run Grandpa Law off, so you don't see Grandpa Law right now, right? <laughs> but let's go, baby. i like to appreciate everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to hit that share button. Let's get this thing rocking and rolling, okay? I do it for you. Yes, indeed. Just how predictable is your Cowboys offense? I think a lot of fan fans are going to be sitting in their cars or at the office or at home mm-hmm. saying, yup. And you're going to be able to call out and fill in the blank as to what we're about to discuss, just like you do on game day. Right. Sean, RJ, Troy, and Roy on DFW Sports Station. One of your final chances to win $1,000 is coming up in 15 minutes. Jerry Jones live at 920. Uh, so this CoverOne.net website has been breaking down the tendencies. Oh, go to CoverOne.net website. Go to that website they got tons of information, too. Uh, they even shared some of my information, but also go to their, their site. They got tons of information where it, whether it relates to uh, the Dallas Cowboys content, uh, all 22, because we know we love the all 22, because the film never lies, right, with the eyes in the sky. When you look at the all 22, it would tell you everything. Shout out to you, Karen. I see you on the YouTube I see you down there, Kerry. Shout out to you. And number one Cowboy fan, I see you too. This is the Cowboys offense. I saw it last year, and we have one for you this year during their bye week. What a tremendous piece of work this is. Great research, amazing analysis, and there's a lot of numbersy stuff in here, so all three of us have poured over it to simplify it as much as possible. But we wanted to give you an idea of what the Cowboys have been doing offensively and figure out what we should question to try to reverse the struggles and the problems. Uh, So we'll start off with this. Pre-snap motion, Mm. okay? Putting someone in motion, uh, changing the defense, letting them see something differently. Tony Romo has talked about it, and other people from the ringer or the athletic, they've talked about the lack of motion in the Cowboys' offense. It's just simple. Go out there, line Mm. up. And stay in one spot and go ahead and beat your man. There you so, go. 90s football, 440 baby. 440 <laughs> pass attempts this season. The Cowboys have used pre-snap motion only 90 times. That's 20%. 20% of their pass plays pre-snap motion. To give you an idea, and we'll compare this, as Jerry would want to do, to the Rams. At Denver, 34% of the time they're using motion. Okay? Motion. So just keep this in mind. of the time for the Rams, we do it 20% of the time on the season so far, 13 times a game. Mm. In the three wins the Cowboys have had, they use pre-snap motion offensively 
15 times a game. Mm. In the four losses, nine times a game. So there's a little bit of a disparity. Formations. Condensed formations. Condensed. Whether you're going to sack wide receivers. Whether you're going to change things up. Scheming guys open. Of the 440 pass attempts that the Cowboys have had this season, only 37 of them have come from condensed formations. The Rams in week six. Now, again, guys, we realize you're comparing the Cowboys, one of the most boring offenses into, to the league, in the league, to the best of the best. It's like comparing, you know, Garrett stuff to Belichick. It's unfair, <laughs> and but we're just giving you – a comparison. Yeah, there's gonna be there's good and bad ones. I mean, there's all kinds of comparisons. Like that Rams offense uses motion like crazy. Well, all right. So before they go into details of it, uh, we do know that the philosophy is of any team. They you got to stick firm to your philosophy. Now, looking at Jason Garrett, he comes from a coaching tree of you have to use Jimmy Johnson. Now, if you go back all the way, you have to use Jimmy Johnson, right? That's the, the guy that he played for. You can argue the fact maybe Barry Switzer, maybe you can throw in the guy Nick Saban. But we're going to go all the way back to the origin of things. He goes by the philosophy of Jimmy Johnson. Cause that's, that's what wanted for us in the 90s, right? And I do know that a lot of people say, hey, Law, can you just stop talking about the 90s? It's, it's a new millennium, for crying out loud. But this, is, this is the thing. A lot of times when you look at coaching trees, uh, it just don't change. We can see some similarities with uh, the uh, coach Andy Reid. He comes from the 49ers old system, you know. So if we can look at, too, the, uh, the, the Green Bay Packers, the old 49ers system. Uh, you guys can go ahead and mention the, the coach's name, but neither here nor there. This is the thing. In the 90s, you line up your players and you say, okay, I'm going to use my physical talent and I'm going to beat you because I'm going to line my guys up mano a mano against your guys, and you can't stop it. There, that was nothing spectacular about Troy Aikman's offense, the one that he operated and ran. Uh, it was nothing spectacular what Troy Aikman did behind center, uh, running the Jimmy Johnson system. Now, sometimes, a lot of times, with the uh, new, new age worlds and things of that nature, if you don't try to change then sometimes you can be stuck in that same mindset. And we saw that sometimes it will work. Look at the Jacksonville Jaguars game. That was nothing special that we did. It was just more so that our guys executed, and we're going to hear that execution a lot. Now, far as scheme, you can scheme guys open. You can find ways to get guys open, meaning that if this guy is naturally six foot eight and he needs to get clear space, but he cannot create separation on his own. So what you do, you motion, you move him across the board and you figure out who's, who's got a man to man. Will it be the true sets of, of a cover two? where are the soft spots in the zone? How can you rotate this guy? How can you motion this guy up? Can you line up a 13 personnel? Can you move it around to a 10 personnel? Those type of things that you can scheme open to get your receivers a better chance to throw the ball and avoid a better chance to get, catch the ball when the ball is hitting them in open spaces. Or you can play strong suit to your quarterback, whether it be RPOs, whether it be um, running in bootlegs, your naked bootlegs, your wiggles, your waggles. All those things can help out a young quarterback too. But it's all about your scheme and it's all about your philosophy. And Sometimes philosophies are philosophy. Shout out to you, Andrew. I see you over there on the Periscope, man. Salute to you as well. Christopher, I see you on the Periscope. Oops, upside up your head. Appreciate you on the uh, 
the YouTube. I, I like that name. Shout out to you. And always a lady. I see you. Easy, right? The Salute. one of the best offenses of all time, 04 Colts, never used it. They, they did not Colts. use motion at all. But see? that was 14 years ago. <laughs> right, but that I mean that offense was ahead of its time. Like a lot of like you know, you also had Peyton Manning, who did know? not like motion. He hated motion. Didn't want any of his receivers ever to go in yeah, motion. Yeah, well, they, when you have Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne right. and Edrin James, you Ooh. can line up and beat. That's the problem. You can line up and beat people right. with Peyton Manning throwing to Hall of Fame weapons. You feel really good about your man to man. Yeah, we <laughs> we don't have that. So that's why people have been saying you got to be more creative. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, scheme guys open. So. Mm. Scheming guys open with different formations, condensed formations, 440 pass attempts, only 37 times the Cowboys have done it. 37. Mm. The Rams in week six alone did it 48 times. So they did it more in one (laughs) one week than we've done it in seven. Wow. Just Mm -hmm. keep that in mind. Yep. Tendencies. Um, Condensed formations. When the Cowboys go to it, you know that they're going to throw. Two-thirds. 89% of the time. Actually, more. 30, oh, wait, okay, so we're on this one. So, yeah, yeah, 33 of 37 times the Cowboys threw it out of a condensed formation. That's 89%. The Rams, mm. 52% of the time. So, obviously, 50-50, you're more unpredictable. What it goes into saying there, too, is that the reason that they throw on this so much is because that formation, because it's condensed and everything's close to the to the line of scrimmage. Right. Yes. I'm oh, sorry to the uh, to the offensive line. It brings more guys into the box, so more defenders to cover the run. What they're saying is the best play here really isn't a pass play; it's a toss to the running back, mm-hmm. and because there's so much room on the outside. Out the yes. Yeah. And if you're able to just toss it to Zeke, let out. Hopefully, Zeke would carry the ball in the in the <laughs> outside hand uh, on every time. But if you were to toss it to Zeke, just for example. He'd get to the outside. He'd get some chunk yards right there. And this says mm-hmm. they've run one toss or pitch all season. All season. One toss. Well, or- I mean, I must admit, you got a guy. That's why I want number 71 to be like a pulling guard. You put him inside and he can pull. When you're talking about a toss sweep, you guys, your guys got to get out to that edge. I'm talking about your big guys, your five, your offensive linemen. And I, I think that Tyron Smith is athletic enough, and we already know what Connor Williams can do. He's athletic enough. Uh, Looney, we know that Looney is athletic enough. For us to do only one sweep, my goodness. Man, those who are out there playing Madden, don't you all do this tall sweep? <laughs> I know it's Madden, but, you know. But, you know, if we have Ezekiel Elliott, who is a man amongst boys at times, he's fast, he can get to the edge, Toss sweep that baby. <laughs> you can do misdirection toss sweep. There's so many things. Counter toss sweep. There's a lot of things that you can do. But let's hit play. I mean, when you only had four non-throws in the entire year on that formation, yeah, that uh, one toss might be it. All right, now let's get to the spread. Yeah, this spread one. Spread. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So they've got 440. Now, the, of course, when, when the 440 snaps – they adjust this as well for. I'm sorry, I, maybe I was saying 440 pass attempts. No, it's 440, 440 snaps. snaps. Yeah. So, and, and the 440 snaps, they've taken they've taken out kneel downs and spikes and stuff like that. Yeah. And also, they've adjusted for when you're trailing late in a game or late okay. in a half, where hmm. you don't have time to do a lot of motion. You don't have time to do a lot of this stuff. So they've adjusted some of these things. Um, the 440 snaps, 
210 feature uh, a plus or a wide split by both outside wide receivers, okay? Hmm. And the Cowboys threw the ball on 140 of those 210 plus or wide splits. Wow. So basically half of their offensive splits have been this one. So a defense knows when they see this particular formation, they've got a 67% chance that they're going to see a pass play. How many times are hitting pause right here? For those who just not tuning in, go to CoverOne.com, and uh, they have a lot of information as far as, you know, they do every play-by-play breakdown. With the all 22, they have a lot of time on their hand to do all that. But uh, what 105.3 The Fan is talking about, they are going and recapping the uh, play call and tendencies of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, it can be cons and pros out of tendencies, uh, especially when you're trying to get a big play down the line. 67% of the time when we line up in spread formation, a duh, we're going to pass the ball. So uh, we're going to have to figure out the good coaching staff that we have, right? We, we got a good coaching staff, right? <laughs> but those on my Facebook panel, uh, I put a, um, I guess, a, a poll out there where you can vote whether or not will the Cowboys go to the playoff, yes or no. Just a simple answer. Will the Cowboys go to the playoff, yes or no? According to the NFL.com, we only have a 16% chance. So – by chance, we can't make it. It's just that we will have to figure out something. When I see us line up in the spread formation, we probably have to bring back this. Do you guys remember we used to run a draw off of that spread? Just to just to trick the, op- the opposition. We have to start running a little bit draws off of that formation. Because when we say, see the spread, we already know there's going to be a passing play. So I can guarantee you the safety, the linebackers with the opposition, they're going to say, okay, pass, pass. They're going to yell out their call when they see us in that position or when they see us in that marketing because it's already 67%. That's not far away from uh, 70%, and you cannot be that lopsided on plays. That's just, that's just the bottom line. <laughs> that's, that's numbers. That's just reality. When you line up in the spread, 67% of the time, Dallas Cowboys will pass the ball. That's not a good thing. That's definitely not a good thing. This is – every team gets a sheet like this yes. on a Monday. Yes, And they it do. tells them – or Sunday, on Monday. And it tells them what the teams do Tennessee. in this formation. On a first and five, this team will run this play 63% of the time. They'll run this play this time. And when they're on a first and 10, they'll run this play. Well, it also will have one that tells them when they're in this uh, this type of formation, Spread. they're going to run a pass play two-thirds of the two time. Two-thirds of the time. Mm-hmm. Now, most teams do this. The Cowboys really don't have an analytics department, so they probably don't even know this. <laughs> Lots of single coverage they've been seeing, and uh, they're not beating the single coverage. Now, people have been saying, why don't you stack the receivers? You know, mm. bunch, bunches. Bunch Create some confusion, yeah. a little bit of traffic in the middle. Maybe you get some cornerbacks co- caught up trying to defend guys and, and someone can break away. When they do do that, 53 times they've done it, 49 of them have been Dak throwing. Uh, so the predictability, you know when you see Cowboys receivers in the stack, bunches, they're throwing the football. No, I don't have a super – I don't have – like, I think Screen in that play, formation right. – it should be leaning towards passing, yeah. right. but maybe just not as Heavy. extensively. Like that should be like the two thirds of the time you probably pass out of bunches. But every now and then, 
I would like to see you run out of bunch formation because if you think you got good pass block, you know, run blocking wide receivers, you mm-hmm. can take advantage of that with Zeke. No wide receivers don't block. Yeah, I mean, why should block at all? That's what Mickey. Would. I don't want them to block. I want them to catch passes. <laughs> <laughs> Cover one dot net with this info on the Cover one dot so net. far this season. Play action. Oh. Cover one dot net. This is good. Remember oh, last year, play action. 29th in play action attempts in the NFL. Hey, play action. I love play action. Why do I love play action? Why do Law Nation love play action? Thank you for tuning in to the Law Nation Film Session. As we take a deeper look at Ezekiel Elliott, that's why I love play action. You got Ezekiel Elliott. Look, when we go back to this, what, the first game we actually won, they did more play action. And uh, the games that we did win on, when we do play action, we rocking that thing. And I like to play action when we are actually lining Dak Prescott under center. You know that everybody's already climbing down up, up on top. They're trying to stop the run. I love play action. We just don't do it a lot. A lot. Shout out to Josh Skinner, the winner, man. Appreciate you, man. Hey, what you say? You late? Nah, man. You right on time, man. You right on time. Gregory, I shout out to you, man, on the Periscope. Appreciate you. Of their pass attempts this year, they've run play action on 27% of them. In the three wins, they did it 32% of the time. In the four losses, they did it 18% of the time. So, again, for Mm. all of our pass attempts, 27% of the time play action. For comparison, the Rams in week six – they ran play action 40%. And as you guys mentioned, you know, he takes out, he, he describes it as, you know, doing this data sets in the normal course of the game, which, as yeah, you yeah. said, the last three minutes of the second quarter and fourth quarter. But still, to see that in wins, they run play action 32% of the time, and in losses, it's only 18.6%. That difference is, is big enough that it isn't just, it, it can't just be quantified in. Hey, they were losing, so yeah. they had to go out and <laughs> spread it out for and that throw. Here. Absolutely. Yeah, really Great job it. in this piece. Uh, no run game on the road. Uh, no right, no run game right. on the road. So the suggestion here from the data is better run more sweeps. Mm. Call more of them on the road because they've been good at sweeps to the outside. Brian the brought outside. us all off season, All off season. I expect them to go more to the outside. Listen. I expect them to get outside the tackle box. More tosses. More sweeps. Mm. It's not happening, even though they've had some success with it. Um, in the- now, uh, for um, I guess the only thing that I can say, and it is not an excuse, but maybe with the new offensive uh, coach, Mark Colombo, and you bring in Hustle Hawk, maybe we can go to more of a zone uh, type of aggressive look versus the uh, power blocking scheme. Maybe a zone scheme will allow you to do more of those uh, different types of plays and getting the ball onto the outside. One interesting piece that I uh, heard earlier, too, uh, on 105.3 The Fan was the fact that the play caller, the uh, the adjustment that's in the huddle once the line is, once the ball is under the center, uh, normally it will be Travis Frederick that will point out the mic or point out the, uh, the, the blocking schemes and schematics or however you want to call it uh, as far as extra protection. Uh, extra dropbacks or uh, pull and release uh, blocking schemes that's out there. We don't have that anymore. We have Looney. And the next person that knows most of this offense will be, as far as a verbal to the other offensive lineman, will be Travis, uh, will be uh, Zach Martin. 
The problem is Zach Martin is way, <laughs> way on the right side. He's the right guard. So passing that information down from Looney, then to Connor Williams, back over to uh, Tyron Smith could be very convoluted. And uh, he brought in, he brought in, he brought up another point saying that uh, Zach Martin, can he play center? And that will alleviate a bunch of this stuff as far as communication. Possibly so. But the problem is with that, once you move uh, the right guard to center, now you have a weak spot at right guard. So it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't type of situation. So the problem is with the Cowboys offense, collectively, not everything, but collectively in certain factors will be Travis Frederick. And I, I have to use this as a rating because I haven't yet to play Madden in the last four or five years, to be honest. But when I played, I used to whoop some tail. <laughs> but they have uh, Travis Frederick as the highest rated cowboy on the roster, actually. So he's rated like number 96 or something like that. So if you remove that piece, of course, you see this uh, offense at disarray. But the only thing that I can say from here, and it's not giving us any excuse, we'll have to see some type of different changes come Monday. We, we Of course, this is a home game, so we will see the communication aspect all up to par. But the next road game, that's where we're going to have our eyes and ears on. We're going to be looking, and we're going to be seeing what the hell is going on. But let's hit play from here. Appreciate you uh, just tuning in to the nation. we listening in, we listening in to 105.3, the fan. In the middle of the field for some reason again I'm just, we're just giving you this for info while you're watching uh moving up moving forward they're not sticking to the run in the middle of the field they're throwing in the middle of the field and then the sack well, they're throwing to the hardest place to throw with the most traffic that's what they did last year the hardest mm-hmm. plat passes to complete are these passes like within the first 15 yards of the line of scrimmage that's where they throw most of their balls at now the nfl has kind of gone that way in general where a lot of teams are throwing these short passes and screen passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Cowboys just aren't getting guys as open as the other teams. Finally, what about the sacks? Hmm. Of the 23 sacks that Dak has had this year, only six came at home. Like, the, hmm. the, the difference between what they do at home and on the road is scary. Mm-hmm. So 17 of the 23 sacks on the road. That's too many. 15 of them. 15 of the 23 has happened with only four rushers. What that would lead you to believe is that many of those are on Dak. Now, you have mm-hmm. to account for a guy just getting straight up beaten, okay? But mm-hmm. this isn't extra blitzes. This isn't the extra linebacker. This isn't a corner blitz. It isn't a safety coming up the middle. This is a 15 out of 23 sacks. 15 out of 23. Four rush. Uh, well, let me break that down too. Just think about this: four rushers getting home. Typically and normally, there's five. <laughs> there's always five offensive offensive linemen out there. Always five, and you can add your running back as an extra blocker too. And then on top of that, if you have a season enough tight end, you can have him back. So that's you. You should always protect your castle. You should always protect your quarterback. You should always protect the person that's going to have the ball majority of the time. So that is very alarming. I like this information so much, guys. For all those sacks to occur just off a four-man rush, there's five offensive linemen regardless. Man, this is some good stuff, man. This is some good stuff. Go to CoverOne.net to check out some more information. Sure. So – that's Dak. That make sense. I think you could probably, but we've seen enough in games. Like we've seen Dak probably. He's got a problem holding the football. He's probably caused ten to twelve. 
He's probably responsible for that many. He holds on to it. Dak Prescott, the way he holds on to the football. I don't know why he holds on to it more on the road, though. It doesn't make any sense. Like, let it go. Like, just throw the ball. doesn't make any sense why that would happen so much on the road. So, bottom line, don't be as predictable when we see a certain formation. More play action, more motions and condensed formations. That is the suggestion from CoverOne.net. Fantastic work. Uh, really good. And there's a lot of numbers in there. Don't want to be too confusing, but mm-hmm. those are some of the tendencies that you're screaming at your TV or radio anyway <laughs> on a Cowboys game day. I know yeah. it because you tweeted to us, and you're right. Uh, the big news is that Mark Colombo, former offensive lineman, mm-hmm. is taking over as the offensive line coach. Paul Alexander is out. And, Troy, yeah. you went back in the archives to uh, uh, pay Colombo a uh, little tribute? Absolutely. Uh, Mark Colombo, of course, went to Boston College. He's a Boston kind of guy. He's probably mm. celebrating the big Red Sox win. Uh, but he wanted to celebrate a little Yo Roger Raps way back in the day. Way, way. Well, they were finna talk about uh, some rapping stuff that he did. But neither here nor there. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in, especially those who are on my uh, Facebook, too. I know I have not been giving you guys any shout-out, but – Quick shout out to DQ Cox, Billy. Shout out to you. Who else we have? Lamar, Mac, Lewis, uh, Samuel, Al. Thank all y'all, man. Mark, man, I'm having a whole bunch of y'all up in here. Appreciate all you all that's tuning in. Uh, I will read every each and every, every last one of you all you all uh, comments that's on the uh, Facebook panel as well as the uh, the YouTube. Don't forget to hit that like button, share the content. Let me know whether you guys think that the Cowboys will make it to the uh, playoffs. We got a 16% chance, and that's all we need is a chance, right? Shout out to YouTube, buddy. That's on me. Periscope, appreciate you for tuning in to the nation. Uh, 2010, thank you. Warren Duncan, what's good? Shout out to you, man. Now this is timely topic. Missed my notification. Incognito, man. Appreciate you, man, for tuning in to the nation. Continue to regulate over there. Always, lady. Ed Gracia, thank all of you all for tuning in. Don't forget uh, to join this uh, uh, nation by just hitting that subscribe button, following the page, and uh, you can make uh, contributions to by uh, following the uh, Patreon. I do have a a podcast. It's LAW Nation. Join that podcast. If you love what you see, appreciate you, Stevens, for saying this is a great website. Really appreciate you. I try to give as much content as I can. I really had this all prepared to go yesterday, but I had to get Grandpa Law out the way, right? <laughs> but um, my whole uh, point of view of this is will be that hopefully, and I'm very, being very optimistic about this, and um, I just got to. Hopefully, uh, Mark Colombo, maybe they can switch some schemes around and say, okay, we're going to go to a more of a zone type of blocking scheme. And maybe uh, we can try to get Ezekiel Elliott out in space instead of ramming the head into the brick wall. Maybe that can happen. Maybe we can see whether or not they can do some more. And then, of course, we have Amari Cooper. So what that's going to do, that's going to open up a lot of things that we just don't see. As far as the eight and nine man front, even the seven man pressure that they like to bring to Hopefully, and I mean hopefully, we can win on the outside. I, I trust number 13, too. I, I, I love his skill set. Hopefully, he can be able to uh, make something happen this week coming around the corner. And um, Cowboys defense, um, the poll just came out. We are actually ranked number two overall because we had a bye week, so no scores were scored on us, and, and we, we elevated our defense just in a week by not playing. So that's cool. 
That's good on paper, but we got to get some more turnovers. We must get takeaways. And on top of that, the best thing that I want to happen to Dak Prescott is just get the ball out quicker. Uh, He's doing it at home. So come Monday, we're going to see a supreme, superb type of play from Dak Prescott, hopefully. That's all we can do. When there's hope in the future, there's power in the presence, right? So let's continue to have this hope that Dak Prescott can get his mind together and just demand to play a good game this come uh, Monday. And then on top of that, that our defense can get stingy enough to take the ball away. And then we can see Amari Cooper not doing the reverse sweeps and jet sweeps. And we can see Amari Cooper taking the top off the defense. That's what we want to see. And just right, Josh Skinner, I see you over there. Elaine, thank you for tuning in. Always a lady, appreciate you. Quest Cowboys 6, what's up? Shout out to you, Christopher Smith. All you guys, Montana 808, Matty B., uh, Maxwell, getting it down over there. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. Hey, as I'm about to wrap and roll and lock load it and get out of here, I really appreciate everybody. Always keep your head high. Remember, even when you're fighting, I always say this. When you're up against your struggles, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, plant your feet, and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge and do the best that you can do, you may fall. You may conquer, see it through. Even hope may seem but futile, then with trouble may be beset. Remember, you're facing what other legends have met. You already know. You already know who the legends are. And if you know some, put them down in the chat box, the comment box. Put them down in the hot box. Ain't that right, buddy? I see you over there on the Periscope regulating over there. Hey, as we get this thing going one way or another, that's all the time I have for today. I really thank you all for yours. And remember... You're listening to nothing but the bass. Salute. Let's jam on out of here, baby. Yes. Yes, we live like 95, Jerry. Jerry Griffin in his thing. Big country, what's up? <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring Papa back up in here. Papa Law. Grandpapa Law. <laughs> outlaws, outlaws. Yeah. Yeah. Samuel, I see you on the Facebook regulating and holding it down. Let's let's kick this beat back up one more time. There we go. Don't stop on my beat. Yeah. <laughs> Salute. Yeah. David Alexander the Great. <laughs> David Alexander the Great. I see you, man. Juan Wick. Who else? I don't want to leave nobody out. Let me know who I left out for our shout outs, man. Who else we got up in here, man? Al, what's up, man? Is this Al? AJ? Crossum? John Deere Jr.? Not, not the original. <laughs> Need the junior up in here, man. That's what I'm talking about. I love the juniors. What's up? Elaine, Philly, Terry, Corey. What's up, man? I see you on the Periscope. I'm going to read your post. Yeah, post it again. Come over here to the YouTube world. Yeah, let's roll on out of here then. Peace. Y'all subscribe to this channel, share the content, join the notification squad, yeah. Mm. Yeah. We out this mug. Peace. I love you all. DC for life. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the past.